Beard Today, Beard Tomorrow, people, is back. And this week, we are at Coney Island Brewery in Brooklyn, New York. And it's perfect timing because the Coney Island crew are just about to kick off their annual Freak Week. And another thing, Coney Island is actually part of the ANS Brewing Collaborative segment owned by the Boston Beer Company. Hey, the show you're about to hear was recorded in their outdoor seating area with the sights and many sounds of Surf Avenue serving as the backdrop for the conversation with head brewer Alex Winter and freak chief and certified Cicerone Devin O'Brien. As always, BTBT brings you right into the conversation. You got motorcycles in the background. You got screaming baby at one point, but hey, that's what we do. The guys talk about life, business, BTBT exclusives, and of course, lots of craft beer. Now, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and rate and review the show too. Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow appreciates your support. It goes a long way. Now, crack a brew and enjoy. Cheers. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow, and we are here in Brooklyn, Coney Island Brewery. Justin, how you doing today, man? Uh, we're doing great. Doing great. Yeah, some nice outdoor seating over here. Yeah. Uh, and we have two very special guests. Uh, gentlemen, please introduce yourselves. What's going on? I'm Devin O'Brien. I'm Alex Weiner, um, brewer here at Coney Island. There they call go. me the Freak Chief on my business card. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> <laughs> freak Chief. Can, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, yeah. You know, we might have to ease into that, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're certainly inspired by the neighborhood down here in Coney Island. Okay. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Now, how long have you been brewing? Uh, brewing at all? Yeah. Uh, probably, I guess it's 10 years now. 10 years, oh, wow. Um, I started home brewing in college um, and uh, left my, I moved to California for my, uh, my first career in the video game industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but while I was out in California, so grew up here in New York. Um, just doing extract kits during college and then moved to California and uh, getting out there, you know, had a backyard, a garage, that kind of thing. And I was right. like, all right, time to do all grain. <laughs> and I fell in love with brewing during that time to the point where I uh, ended up leaving the video game industry to go back to school to, uh, to study brewing. Oh, wow. That's uh, really cool. Like, I, I think, uh, like, home brewing in college, that, that's so interesting because my college experience was just you know, Milwaukee beast. <laughs> Other side of the beer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it was definitely, I, it, I was popular uh, <laughs> because, because of the beer. And, uh, and that's actually when I moved to California and I really got into home brewing. Mm-hmm. I, um, my cousin was actually going to Stanford at the time that I was in the Bay Area. And uh, I just started making all the beer for, uh, for his, his, uh, he wasn't in a frat, but it was it was a frat. I, so I ended up making all the beer for these frat parties, and uh, okay. it, it over the course of a year went from me bringing a couple of a six packs of these parties to just me showing up with my kegerator and six kegs. And mm-hmm. at that point, it was just like I'm having more fun doing this on the weekends than I am at work all week. So wow, right on. wow, right on. Well, uh, well that, not to derail the, co- the conversation, but can you briefly talk about what you did in the video game industry? Um, I was a uh, associate producer, writer, and game systems designer. Okay. Wow. Um, wow. It was a lot of fun, but it's also not to say brewing isn't a grind, but I'm at least not in a cubicle all day. And sure. it, right. working in the video game industry, sitting in a cubicle for 60 hours a week, not seeing the sun, it uh, it was it was not the life for me. 
Understandable. It's totally understandable. Sure, sure. So, so then how did you actually first get into brewing? Um, professionally or just into, into beer? Just in, into craft beer in general. Uh, well, so I grew up here in New York, and uh, for me here, beer was, um, was St. Ives. And, um, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. And, uh, but uh, spring break, uh, senior year of high school, me and uh, a couple of buddies went to, uh, went to Europe for a couple of weeks. And while there, I was introduced to, to uh, Duvel. And that just blew my mind. Sure. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you could not really find that here. Um, and I also on that trip was introduced to uh, to mead. And uh, so I came came back home and I started looking up like, all right, well, I can't find mead for sale anywhere in Manhattan. Sure. Um, so I started trying to figure out like, oh, how do you make it? I looked it up and it was just like, oh, age for six months. I don't have that kind of time. Uh, but everywhere that I was reading about making mead, they also mentioned beer. And it was just like, well, I can't make mead. I'm not going to waste six months of my time doing that. But beer in two weeks, I'm, I have that kind of patience. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and now how long have you been working with uh, Coney Island here? I've been here, um, I guess it'll, it's been over a year and a half. I started uh, January 4th, um, yeah, a year and a half ago. Nice, nice. And, and so, Devin, how did you uh, kind of... Get getting to Coney Island here. Yeah, uh, Craigslist specifically. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of backed into beer actually. Um, I was a teacher for a couple years uh, okay. after college. And Wh- what did you teach? I taught high school ESL and psychology. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Right. And uh, I was also in the nonprofit sector for a little while. Um, started like a rugby organization for kids and. Um, Initially, I was always a beer nerd, you know, even in, I went to school in Maine, and I think my first, like, craft beer experience was Shipyard as a beer pumpkinhead, and I didn't really know that they were, like, seasonal beers my freshman year in college, you know, and then, like, all of a sudden, there's these, you know, cases of pumpkinhead rolling into campus, and it was, like, fall in a cup, and I was watching football in Maine, drinking this beer, and it kind of blew my mind, and ever since then, I kind of just, like, went around Maine and Allagash, and uh, at the time, kind of blew my mind, and I started working part-time bartending jobs at craft bars and stuff, and at that time, it was just to fund my nonprofit and doing whatever I was doing, and ended up managing a bottle shop and a homebrew shop um, up in the Hudson Valley. Okay. So I learned about hops and yeasts and grains, and um, kind of advised people on homebrewing stuff and bottles, and ran the tap room and got to curate the list and stuff. And then I was moving to New York and Googled beer stuff, and Craigslist had Coney Island Brewery available. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> nice. That was that. Nice. The rest is history, right? Yeah. The rest is history. Yeah. So now, are you are you um, a certified Cicerone? Yeah, yeah. I got to nerd out this winter. And That's awesome. Test, yeah. So what was that like, trying to you know going through that process? It was the coolest test I've ever studied for, honestly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't taken one since college, so it was, you have to like read books and stuff. Like you have to really. Sure. I spent two months like really kind of diving in and reading a lot of stuff and. Um, the fun part was I would just go to like, you know, craft bottle shops and buy, you know, 15 bottles and I would have my brother pour them in the kitchen into cups without telling me what was what. And I would just go down the line and try to appraise them and figure out what I was drinking. Um, so, you know, you got to drink and read and drink and read. And sure. It wasn't sure. all too bad. That's but not bad. <laughs> That's not bad. It was, it was a challenge, but it was fun. So, you know, I'm glad I did it for cool. sure. Yeah. So, so just get into a little history of Coney Island. So when did Coney Island officially open down here? This facility is just over two years old, so we just had our second anniversary in August. Um, sword swallowers, fire breathers, still walkers, all that kind of stuff to right. ring in uh, <laughs> right. the second birthday. Um, yes, yeah, so we're pretty we're pretty young here on Serve Avenue. 
And now, and how many how many beers do you guys currently have on tap? We always have eight beers on tap. Um, we usually have uh, two of those are um, pretty much always going to be uh, Mermaid and, and the IPA, okay. and then uh, the rest are pretty much constantly rotating. Uh, and then we do also carry um, a couple of our hard sodas in bottles for the people that prefer those. And uh, we just uh, put in a little uh, two-head manual cask uh, canner. Really? So we're doing super limited uh, cans out of the brewery that um, I can tell you I've seamed every single one of those cans myself. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. It, uh, canning day is, is a whole day. It takes up my day. But... Um, it's, it's definitely a fun new thing that we're starting to do down here is uh, just me canning up super small quantities of some of our uh, really limited beers. And oh, wow. What was the first uh, what was the first beer you guys canned? What was the first beer that we canned? It was Cotton Candy Kolsch, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was the Cotton Candy Kolsch, and then yeah. we did the Tart Cherry Berliner Weiss, then we did the 90 Years Young Double IPA, and uh, in about a week and a half I'm going to can up the uh, Super Freak. That's right. Nice, nice. So when, when you guys say super limited, like how, how small of a, of, a, of a run is it? Um, well, so I've, our brew house here is, is pretty small. We just have a 10-barrel system. Um, so we're very small. Uh, and then when, when I'm doing the canning runs, it depends on, on the beer and what people are interested in. But for most of these, I'm doing uh, 20, 25 cases. Uh, so really small amounts. It's, um, you know, it's not supposed to be a huge thing that sees distribution it's really just um since so much of the stuff that we make here is not what's uh, making it out into the grocery stores and things it's a way of you know people to be uh to take some of our limited beers home uh, that they can't get in bottles in their grocery store okay cool. nice okay do, do we want to talk about what we have on, on these flights yeah absolutely yeah, okay. guys let uh, us know what we got so I, I got uh what did i grab for you did uh the, the mermaid pilsner okay uh, so that's Pretty much our main flagship, uh, number one craft pilsner in New York State. Woo! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's counting? <laughs> I got the uh, the Hell Ride, which is a smoked Hellas Lager. Um, got a little bit of a beechwood smoked malt in there, uh, a little peat smoked malt, and some cherrywood smoked malt. Um, got the uh, Merman New York IPA, uh, and then we did the Freaktoberfest. Freaktoberfest, okay. I think I think the free tober is maybe my favorite. Um, <laughs> that one, far. that one's definitely it's uh, the the fresh seasonal beer uh, right now. Okay, is 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 the freak tober maybe how you got your name or is like uh, <laughs> <laughs> a, beer, a lot of freak stuff. Everybody always gets on my back because uh -huh. I name all of our events like freak this, freak that, <laughs> this freak, this that. So uh -huh. it becomes a bit of a theme, but you know it's all because. Coney Island is kind of the freakiest place in the world, maybe. You know, we've got the last true sideshow in the whole country. Sure. You know, right. human oddities, sword swallowing, yeah. um, you know, snake charmer. We literally had one time, we had an event, and we brought the snake charmer in from the sideshow, mm -hmm. and there was an anonymous tip that there was a wild animal loose in Coney Island, and we had, like, animal control roll up, like, is there a snake loose in your beer garden? <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but we wanted that to happen, you know. So freaky stuff happens here, and, you know, we're, we're about celebrating that. Um, Okay. So it ends up being that a lot of our Freakoween, Freaktoberfest, you know, we have a, <laughs> a beer freak club. You know, we got a lot freak of... Freak week <laughs> is coming up. Freak week <laughs> is coming up in September. So um, so, so tell, us, tell us a little bit about Freak Week. Yeah, yeah. so um, it's kind of a week-long celebration of the freaky beer styles <laughs> that we have coming out of uh, Coney Island Brewery. Um, we're kicking it off with Freaktoberfest at the brewery itself on the 23rd. 
Um, so we have these big old uh, steins that you can actually get if you're a member of our Beer Free Club and you come to a certain amount of events, you get your own stein and it's like a 22 ounce pour for the price of a pint. Um, we're going to bring in the Bindlestiff Family Circus and there's going to be a bunch of performers and stuff in the beer garden. We're doing uh, brats with Brooklyn Bangers, which started at uh, the Vanderbilt on Vanderbilt Ave in Prospect Heights. So now they do like Brooklyn made encased meats, Weisswurst okay. and Bratwurst and Cheddarwurst and all that nice. kind of stuff. Um, that sounds great. And we work with a local chef. Kate O'Donnell um, from Brighton Beach. She's going to be doing like potato salad and pretzels and all that kind of good stuff. Um, and that kind of kicks off a whole week where we're going to be doing a bunch of different events all across the city and market. Um, our sales team works really hard to put stuff up at accounts all across New York. We're, we work with Cafe Grumpy actually really closely. Um, the beans that we use in Freetoberfest are from Cafe Grumpy, roasted in Brooklyn. And then our Super Freak, which is the imperial kind of crazy version of that beer, is made with cold brew from Cafe Grumpy. I actually just dumped into it. Um, so uh, we're doing an event with Cafe Grumpy at Whole Foods. Where we're gonna kind of—it's like roasters and coasters. We're calling it. Right. We talk about roasting beans and brewing beer and stuff. Um, and then we just—we uh, brew a bunch of special beers. Super Freak, uh, Tilly, which is a it's sour a, uh, red uh, saison. Kettle soured red saison. Yep. For Tilly, and then uh, we're also gonna be putting out Time Bender, which is an imperial stout with uh, vanilla beans, cocoa nibs. And uh, French oak. Oh, damn. That yeah. sounds good. Yeah. Those both sound good. Uh, and, and now you mentioned the free club, so can you tell, tell a little audience who, who may not know. So what, what is that? How do people join if they want to join? Yeah, totally. Um, it's just kind of like a basic uh, fan club kind of for the beer and our, our, our brews. Um, we, uh, you just get a punch card if you give us your email. Um, you get a exclusive mailer that only goes out to the beer free club that tells you, you know, you get access to pre-releases. So we had this beer, Sirens Cry, which was a... Uh, Fig Time and Honey Pilsner, and you know you got to drink it two weeks before anybody else did. We did a little pre-release of the brewery. Um, we do spe like special perks at events, so you get Stein pours, or you get early access, or you get um, you know discounts on stuff that nobody else gets access to. And um, throughout the year, with every event and um, everything that you attend with our brand, you get a little punch on your card. After five punches, you join the Stein Club, so you get your own kind of beer freak sign. After ten punches, you get this Beast Stainless Steel Growler uh, filled up for free. Um, and you get access to a bunch of stuff all around the city um, okay. when our brand is doing parties and, and things of that nature. You get punches along the way. That sounds that sounds very cool. Yeah, yeah very cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. that does that does. So um, I'll ask you first, but both ask you guys the same question. So, are there any any particular styles of beers that that you kind of prefer over others that you kind of gravitate to a little more? Um, honestly, I I like a bit of everything. I really and it, it definitely plays into what we do here. I like to take really simple traditional styles and just do something weird with them. Mm -hmm. You know, like uh, Devin was just saying, the Sirens Cry. It was just traditional Pilsner, and then throwing a, like a lot of time into it and making it just its its own thing. Um, you know, it's uh, I just I just like having fun with those classic those classic styles, the Cotton Candy Kolsch. Um, that one's really just a, a nice, simple, traditional Kolsch that we put a lot of strawberry juice and strawberry puree into. Mm -hmm. Comes out a nice pink, and it just completely changes the beer. Oh, man. Okay. So, sounds delicious. Okay. And uh, how about you? How about you, Dem? Yeah, I think um, part of that whole Cicerone dive, I think, got me on a, a trend of just, like, classic styles. Like, especially the Trappist stuff and, like, just, like, going in, like, Ritter Guts and, like, all the original kind of OG mm -hmm. um What's that alt beer? Um, the swing top. Uh, yeah. And just like going and finding these kind of obscure beers and, you know, really original styles. I'm going back towards traditional stuff. And I'm, I'm kind of a, 
uh, I've got a soft spot for the Flemish Reds and okay. um, stuff like that. But um, I kind of like going back, even just like going through Wine Sefiner and drinking a lot of Vetus recently. Um, yeah, yeah. Kind of can't go wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's cool. All the history, the stories behind all those beers. Put those beers in context. It's pretty cool to taste regions, you know. Sure. Absolutely. Um, as and, you drink, yeah. And, and so, like, you know, given that you guys are, into, you know, the classic styles, that's a good point. Now we see kind of this change in the shift in, in, in craft beer. I mean, where do you guys see craft beer going, and, and how do you see kind of, you know, what's Coney Island's evolution? How does Coney Island play a role in that? Yeah. I mean, I think everybody's, like, polygamists and polyamorous these, day, these days with craft beer. You know, everybody falls in love with a bunch of different stuff, and I think at least what I've begun to appreciate and kind of see in the market is, like, everybody wants something new. Like, even when we bring back a style that's, like, a fan favorite, doesn't make as much of a splash as something new. Everybody's looking for the next thing. And Interesting. I think a lot of people drink seven days a week and drink something different seven days a week a lot of the time, especially when you get really into craft and you want to kind of explore new horizons and taste new breweries and, you know, expand your palate with new styles and stuff. So, um, I don't know. I think that kind of polyamorous trend is what people want. They want new stuff. They want to see rotation. They want to see innovation. They want to see things that they haven't seen before. Um, which kind of plays into what we do. You know, we're rotating our taps so much. We got eight taps, two of them are core styles, and six of them change every week or two. Um, really? So we're always trying to do new stuff and hopefully keep up with that. You know, people seem to have an appetite for what's new and what's changing. Um, sure, yeah. sure. And, and so what's currently, what's the Coney Island distribution like? Like yeah. how far can you go to find some Coney yeah, Island? Yeah, so the hard sodas are actually in all 50 states. You can drink the hard root beer in California. And then we've got our core brands down to about D.C. on the East Coast, um, just like along the East Coast region. And those are all old bottles, right? Yeah. Old bottles. And we've got cans as well. Um, get the Mermaid in 16-ounce cans actually in the ballpark right here. we got Mermaid in 16-ounce oh, nice. cans. And uh, we're doing some uh, cans for our new Merman New York IPAs coming out too. Oh, when is that coming out? It's a little tease, but uh, <laughs> well, BTBT exclusive. It's coming out. It's coming yeah. out. <laughs> all right, all right. Check out. Check. Uh, we got to check for that. Um, very, very cool. So, um, obviously, in, in the summer and the spring, you guys must be kind of jam packed here. Um, it's a great space. I mean, you're pretty much located really well. So, what's it like the rest of the year? Like, how, how's it going? You know, like yeah. the winter. Yeah. And, uh, quiet. Very yeah. quiet. Uh, and it, it's kind of insane how quickly it changes over. Um, so just after Labor Day, we uh, pared down the, the tasting room hours. Um, during the summer, we're open seven days a week. Right now, we're only open uh, Wednesday through Sunday. Hmm. Uh, I came in uh, Tuesday after my Labor Day off, and the only two people I spoke to all day were the UPS guy and the CO2 delivery guy. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, it was just, those, are, those are important people. Those are important <laughs> people. Just, just me and the brewery uh, with my music and Nobody else. Yep. <laughs> oh, wow. 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 Okay. So it, that's, that's all it took one day after Labor Day, and this place just gets real quiet. Yeah. It's two businesses. You know, in the, in the summer, we manage madness, and, um, you know, we do weekly events Monday through Monday. There's something going on at the brewery, and then in the winter, when we pare back the hours, we do more kind of focus on, like, the community stuff and um, get a lot more regulars, do smaller things like beer dinners, intimate 13 seating or 13 person 14 person seatings in the tap room with a chef and um more ticketed events and kind of hunker down until we jump in the ocean on january 1st for the well, we still have our fun events there's you yeah. know the, the new year's event is uh, yeah. it's definitely a lot of fun and then, totally yeah, the, uh, the polar bear plunge is 
Well, popular is maybe not the right word, but a lot of people go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds rough. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> that my, my, friend, rough. My, my friend did that, and I was just like, it, nah. It, it cures your hangover in six <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That would be the best thing for a hangover, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that definitely would be. Um, so tell me a little bit more about the, the chef um, uh, and, and the beer and food pairing. Yeah, so yeah. Tell me a little bit more about that. Just started doing it um, this year. Um, her name's Kate O'Donnell. She was um, the chef to Cuisine at Esco, which is a Michelin star restaurant in New York for a while. Um, she runs all the catering at the King's Theater now. Um, and she's just kind of doing her own thing, restaurant consulting. And she's opened some restaurants and consulted with bars all over the city. Um, and she lives in Brighton Beach down the street. And she used to just come in here and drink, and we were talking about stuff. And we were like, I was just at the time thinking it'd be sweet to do like a beer dinner here in the brewery. Yeah. Like right here where you can see the tanks and, you know, you can meet the brewer and, um, she was like, well, shit, I cook food. Do you want to do that? And I was like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Hell she's yeah. local and she's talented and, um, you know, she preps all the stuff. Obviously, off-site, we don't have a kitchen here. Um, right. She's got all her licensing. She's all, you know, good to go. And she brings it in here. We played out uh, five courses. We paired up with a couple beers per course. Yeah. <laughs> He's just laughing. We got the, <laughs> the screaming like, kids. That yeah. sounds so yeah. good. Yeah. I want to cry about it. I feel like I'm at home right now and just screaming kids everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. It's all about the ambience here. Absolutely. <laughs> Look, we're, in, we're in Brooklyn. We're, we're, we're living it with, yeah. with the community here, with the people. Unfiltered. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like our Merman IPA. Yeah. <laughs> nice um, plug. Yeah. yeah. yeah anyway. Hashtag shameless plug. <laughs> we love it. We love shameless. Drop those all night. We don't care. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we're doing our next one in October. Um, we've done brunch with Kate. We did a beery brunch because um, Alex made up a brunch beer, uh, Pearly Awake, with pear juice Ooh. and apple juice, uh, Belgian air yeast, ale yeast. Super wow. carbonated, effervescent, kind of like a champagne. So we did a brunch with her, and I don't know, beer and food is just the best thing ever, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So that I was going to ask you, so when you're brewing, do you do you have kind of like food pairings in mind at some at some points? Not necessarily. I mean, it's it's beer. It, it pairs with everything, you know. You'll you'll that's find true. you'll find a food that works with it. Uh, There's no reason true. to necessarily come up with something ahead of time. Of course, during the process, you know. The moment the water hits the mash, you definitely, like, just that smell, you think, I know what this is going to go really well with. But recipe formulation, it, it's not really a part of it because it'll go with something. Fair enough, fair enough. And, and so when you guys are not drinking Coney Island brews, what, what do you guys uh, typically, I know we covered it a little bit, but yeah. it, is there like a, like, a, like a go-to you like to go to when you're not drinking Coney Island beer? I guess I'm kind of polyamorous, like I said. There's so many new good breweries in New York. I like trying a bunch of stuff as it as it opens up, and um, love to keep local. And you know, we're proud to be part of the New York City Brewers Guild, and supporting those guys is is awesome. We were just up at Single Cut for the last meeting, got to try a bunch of their beers I hadn't had before. But oh, those guys are awesome. Yeah, they're yeah. super cool. And um, I got a soft spot for Logsdon out of Oregon. Okay. Uh, all those farmhouse ales, um, special place in my heart. All right. Um, but yeah, I'm always switching it up, trying new things. Cool, cool. How about you? Um, I I pretty much well I'll I'll drink anything. Um, he brings like about a bottle. Milwaukee's He's got this, like collection of reserve yeah, stuff I, that is silly though. I, 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 have, I have a problem. I admit it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is an intervention. I, I admit it. I have a problem hoarding bottles. This does not uh, sound uh, like a problem. No. Uh, so I, I I mean I'm probably sitting at my place right now on a couple hundred bottles that uh, wow that I age and just. Different things. I mean, I, I pretty much, I always want to try something that's new. I hear about something that, that's a flavor combination I've never heard of before, and that's what I want. I mean, you know, it's a common question people ask when they find out that I'm a brewer. It's like, oh, what's your favorite beer? And 
a loaded question. My best response to that is, if I went into a bar, they had ten taps, and nine of them are my nine favorite beers I've ever had in my life, and I've never even heard of the tenth. That's the one I'm going to get. Because right. I want to know what somebody else is doing that I haven't done yet. Um, and that, that's what I'm interested in. Um, of course, you know, I'll do that for maybe a drink or two, and then I probably order a Pilsner. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So when was the last time you drank Coors Light or, or Bud Light? When you went to, when was the last time you went that route? Uh, I don't know. That's, that's a good question. I'm not sure when the last time I drank like Coors Light or a Bud Light was. Um, my brothers pretty much always tend to have Stella in their fridge. <laughs> they drink that enough. Okay. Uh, they don't drink your beer? <laughs> they're, they're not really beer guys. Uh, okay. They're, Okay. You know, they're never going to listen to this, so I'll, I'll say uh, they're pretty snobby. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're Shots fired right now. They're definitely wine people. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, people say, what's your favorite beer? What are you drinking now? It depends on the temperature. It depends on what I'm eating. It depends on the venue. Like, you know, if I'm at a punk rock concert, I'm not going to go hunting down, you know, trade cans of Petty Topper in the back, you know, like or look for something trendy. And sp- I'm going to slam like a PBR, you know, and yeah, I yeah. probably did that last weekend, you know. L- last weekend, <laughs> okay. There you go. Okay. I think there's a time and a place for every beer, you know. Like, okay. I'll sit down to, like, you know, some crazy, you know, double bourbon barrel age, chocolate, you know, Imperial double, triple, dry hop, sour, Britannomyces, you know, hybrid stout <laughs> on like, you know, Friday I'm night. Taking notes. Yeah. I'm taking notes. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Lactobacillus lambic. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think there's a time and place for everything. And I think, you know, certain times there's there's a place for PBR and, and Bud and that kind of stuff. And I'm not I'm not against doing that on a Friday night if I'm just looking to have a beer at a rock concert or something like that. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's fair. And it's interesting because you see in, in the craft beer community, you see a lot of pe- some people kind of really get hung up on that. And it's yeah. like if it's not a craft beer or, or if it's a brewery that was craft and, and it was purchased by somebody else, that's, you know, they, they, they kind of get really defensive at yeah. times, which is kind of funny to see. Yeah. And, you know, on our last show, we were at Transmitter Lion City, and one of, the, one of the owners, he just said, he's like, you know what, it's just beer. Yeah. Drink what you like, you yeah. know, and that's, that's it at the end of the day. You know, it just so happens for me personally, what I tend to like is craft beer more so than any other type yeah. or, or commercial style of beer. But at the end of the day, you, you drink what you like, you know, yeah. and that's that, that's what it's all about. If I can get a $3 Tecate, you know, it's Saturday night at 11 o'clock, I'm not going to be <laughs> holding my nose in the it. air and saying, oh, sure. yeah, you you know, know, what strain sure. of yeasts are they using, yeah. you know? You know what's funny about Tecate? One, one, one night, um, this, this was a few years ago, and it was during um, a top-ranked boxing pay-per-view. It was a Manny Pacquiao fight. And it was like, if you buy X amount of Tecate, then you can, you know, you get a certain amount of rebate. And we were like, what the hell? Let's yeah. just do it. And we did it. And, like, by the end of the night, we are like, we fucking hate Tecate. <laughs> like, we just couldn't do it anymore. Everything in moderation, you know? Everything, yeah. in, Everything moderation. in moderation. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It was a couple years ago, something similar, but I was at a place where it's his, uh, what was it? I think it was, he drank the most uh, Pacifico. Uh, okay. you, you were entered in to, to win a Pacifico bike, like a nice beach cruiser. And we were like, oh, wow. like, oh totally, we're going to do this. And then <laughs> it did not take much Pacifico for us to be like, I don't want the bike. <laughs> 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 That's great marketing, though. Yeah. Man. Just yeah. drink, drink this and you yeah, might yeah, get a bike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, that's awesome. Um, so, um, but you know, before you mentioned that you guys have a pretty really good sales team. Uh, actually, we met one of your sales guys at um, a craft beer festival that Starfish Junction Productions put on probably over a year ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of how we first connected. So, do yeah. you guys do a lot of uh, beer festivals? Yeah, I mean, we have a really active sales team. They're awesome. They're great. And um, yesterday we were doing beer and bocce in the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens, um, oh, wow. popping up wow. with a few other breweries. Okay. Um, we gotta, you know, to be honest, there's so much going on. I, on in Coney Island, you know, right here in Surf Avenue. Sometimes I don't, you know, keep tabs on everything that's happening because almost every day of the week, somewhere in Manhattan, somebody in our sales team is doing something. Tap takeovers, um, you know, and the likes in all the boroughs. So sure, sure, yeah. So now, given that, do you guys find it hard to kind of balance work with life? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the brewery's lifestyle, I mean, it's, just, it's got to be kind of like almost like nonstop. It's, I mean. it's hard. And I mean, it's also, I got, um, I got four kids. Wow. Um, wow. Nice. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ranging in age from, from 10 months to, uh, to, to eight years old. Oh, wow. Um, and so it's you're, you're a busy things, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I have no problem saying that finishing a brew day here, um, is not as tiring as going home and putting them all to bed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's he has three things. kids. Yeah. I, I got three boys, so yeah. Three boys. It's yeah. like it's like WrestleMania in my house yeah. every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, is. it is. Well, it's it, so it's it's definitely like it's important to me to make it home, you know, for for dinners and bedtimes and all that kind of stuff. But you know, it's also like the yesterday and today were the first days of uh, public school being open here, yep. and so it was nice that I did get to come in late yesterday and today and so i'm gonna work a little bit late but you know i at least got to, to drop my kids off at school and that's awesome you know it's like any other job you gotta be uh, proactive about making sure that you're, you're taking care of your home life as well but yeah yeah it's um it is to me the hardest part is um it, it's the events because it's hard to uh justify going out and drinking for six hours on a Saturday, <laughs> when it's like, no, I'm getting paid. Like, <laughs> it's my job, honey. <laughs> That's the dream, and, right? Know, just getting I paid need, to drink. I That's need to be at this festival um, when, you know, the, the kids are doing, you know, things that I'd also like to be at. But um, so it's it's hard to not feel like I'm shirking my responsibility right. when I am doing. But it's that interesting kind of because because but but it is. I mean, you are working really oh, yeah. hard. You no, know, it's it's, it's it's definitely a job. It, um, it's, it's a big part of the job, and sure, it's also fun, too, but it's, it's a big part of the job. So I see, like, you, you tatted up on your hands there. You got the hop <laughs> there. Can, can you, can you uh, kind of... Well, so I have, I have the, the four main ingredients of beer on my, uh, on my right yeah. knuckles. Barley, hops, water, and yeast. Taking a picture right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's uh, so it was definitely, like, getting those was... Uh, uh, a, a choice not only that I was you know, gonna stay in the beer industry for a while but you know you get hand tattoos there's there's not that many jobs open I got no choices I'm gonna be a yeah you're kind <laughs> of okay. you're pigeonholing it right yeah. now yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's awesome it's de dedicating dedicated to the craft uh, okay. definitely dedicated to the craft so show them your arm because I don't oh, yeah. want to take off my pants but we <laughs> we do have some other tattoos for uh, we all we all oh, went wow. out oh, wow. uh, a couple oh, wow. weeks ago, and we all got matching tattoos of uh, the the Tilly face with the wings from the Warriors. Okay. Uh, so, at, at that point, all of the uh, the full time 
employees down here in Coney Island. We all went out together and got group tattoos, which is a bonding experience. Nice. That's yeah. a classic movie. Yeah. yeah. Classic. Where? That's yeah. classic. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right here, too, yeah. right? Like, yeah. yeah. Right here. Yeah, man. Squad tattoos. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking awesome. That yeah. that that is awesome. It, it's funny because we um, we we had posted up um, we reposted a picture that you guys uh, p- posted recently on Instagram. Shameless plug. Beer today. Beer tomorrow. Instagram. Um, <laughs> and, and someone some somebody's comment that we know. They're like, oh, that's pretty cool. But they're like, the, the logo is just it, it like he, he, the person was like, this logo could give people nightmares. <laughs> um, so would you, do you have any insight into, into like? You know, this, is there a story behind that logo? Yeah, so that's that's George Tillyu. We call him Tilly. Um, he's the father of Coney Island. He started Steeplechase Park uh, back here when Coney Island was the playground of the world, the number one amusement destination in America. People from all over the country, all over the world, came right here to Coney Island. Oh, We're okay. talking like, you know, early 1900s, but um, this was the place to be. And the parachute jump was a ride, and there were these opulent structures on the boardwalk. There was a, a hotel shaped like an elephant that was 20 stories tall. Um, you know, people came from far and wide to Coney Island as the place to be. And uh, George Tillyu was kind of like the, the unofficial mayor of Coney Island and the guy that kind of drove all that, the home of amusements, the home of, you know, freaks and oddities and all that kind of stuff. So his face is now the emblem of Coney Island, George Tillyu's caricature. Um, still the face of Coney Island USA, which is the nonprofit down the street that still kind of keeps those traditions alive with a museum and the sideshow and all that kind of stuff. And um, Legend has it, my great-grandmother was arranged to be married to this guy, but he was an asshole, so she didn't want to marry him, and then she didn't marry him. Are you serious? <laughs> wow. My, my wow. great-grandmother had a house on West 8th Street before it was the aquarium, and the first picture I saw of my grandmother was at the front of the Mardi Gras parade, which was the parade that predated the Mermaid Parade back down here on Surf Avenue. So my family grew up down there in Coney Island, and they're all like, you know, we spent two generations trying to get the hell out of Coney Island, and you come back. <laughs> wow. Wow. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know what? I think she may have been better off. He was a strange-looking dude. Yeah. He was a strange-looking dude. He looked dude. pretty weird, yeah, yeah. And now he's yeah. tattooed on my leg. Now <laughs> <laughs> he could have been, been your great-grandfather. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know we need to stop soon, but uh, I, my last question. Um, I'm a hip-hop guy, so, so we like beef. It's like, yo... Um, is there anybody that, that you want to say, like, uh, like, <laughs> do, 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 do you want to, like, body slam the steeplechase people next door? What do you think? What do you think? No? Yes? No? Nah, dude. It's, it's all love in Coney Island, man. Okay. We're, we're about, you know, accepting all your weirdness, all you misfits, all you freaks. You know, okay. Say that Bearded word ladies. 150 times tonight, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's what Coney Island's about. You know, it's about finding a, a place where everybody is accepted and all your weirdness is celebrated and you can swallow a sword and have no arms and people still hug you on the stage at the freak show and you can come over here and have a beer so there, there it's we all go. up man yeah. perfect and uh, so really quickly you guys have any uh, events coming up that you want to talk about anything you want to plug yeah so we got uh, tomorrow we got puppies and pints come on down we nice. have a bunch of uh, puppies up for adoption a local rescue shelter they come in oh. hang out in the beer garden and we uh, drink a bunch of beer and hang out with them and then uh, next week is the start of freak week so freaktoberfest here at the brewery on the 23rd brats and freaks and good times and then the whole week you can go on our website and check out the events we got all over the city um, from the event with Cafe Grumpy at Whole Foods and beyond. Um, and then we got a cool murder mystery Halloween party happening in October. Um, nice. Things happen all year round, man. Every, every, every month, every week, there's something happening with Coney Island Brewery. So check out our website. Follow us on Instagram. Shameless plug. There yeah. you go. And, hey, uh, yeah. Shameless yeah, plug up. away. Keep up. <laughs> and, uh, and, and you guys are doing, are, are you guys going to be part of that, the, um, that 5K, the, the, the brewery hop 5K? 
Brewery on Octo 5K. Yeah, in know. October. I, I thought you guys were, were, were down. That's we're, also like the in-market world. Sometimes things happen there, and I'm just like, yep, sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> okay, so fair. it, it very fair. well could be. I, I, I'm not abreast. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, are there any other, um, any other uh, beers in the works that you guys can talk about that you want to talk about uh, real quick? Well, so, I mean, the, the big one is um, that the, the Merman New York IPA is, uh, is going to be hitting the market, uh, hopefully, uh, by the end of the year, uh, if not soon, soon after that. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, going to be the, uh, the brother or husband or whatever you want to call it to the Mermaid Pilsner. Sure. Um, so it's an unfiltered um, New York style IPA is what we're calling it. Um, really, really good there. And um, other than that, I mean, we're all constantly just making new stuff down here and I highly encourage people to come down and if, if you like any of our stuff that you see uh, that gets big distribution you'll definitely like what we're making down here at the brewery okay. can release on the 23rd super freak come super on freak oh, super 23rd. freak release, yep. okay Awesome. There you go. I will be seaming each one of those cans. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hard work and dedication. A little there bit of go. love in every can. Do, do you guys get a big turnout for your, for your can releases? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely okay. do. Um, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things when you're just starting out. It takes a little bit for the word of mouth to get out. But um, we're pretty much, we sold out of the, the Tarchari Berliner Vice. We're pretty much all done with the 90 Years Young IPA. So... Okay. Well, the cans are the big craze, right, in the craft oh, yeah. beer world. I yeah. mean, everyone, you know, people lining up to get them. They trade for them. I mean, cans are, are um, they're kind of the it thing in the craft beer world right now. So totally. it's good to see you guys kind of kind of, kind of jumping on the uh, the can train, so to, so to speak. Um, and so if people want to hear, uh, find out more about Coney Island, um, you know, you, want to, you guys want to shout out your website, your social media. Yeah, ConeyIslandBeer.com, at Coney Island Beer on the Insta of Grams. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Um, tweets, Eventbrite's, all the above. We're all over the place. Coney Island Beer. Check us out. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And then you guys kind of have been touching on it this whole time, but if you could just leave the audience, like, uh, what is the Coney Island Brewery philosophy? Yeah, man. I mean, I think we're incredibly fortunate and grateful to be right here in the heart of Coney Island, which is one of the most incredible, iconic, historical, and weird neighborhoods in the country. So the brand is about celebrating that. It's about inspiring crazy innovation and weird new beer styles to kind of mirror the uh, uniqueness of this neighborhood. And we're about the community. We work with community partners, nonprofits, the Alliance for Coney Island. Um, it's really all about here. It's really all about Coney Island, and we draw a lot of inspiration from that. So it's kind of what we do. Innovate, try new stuff, and stay weird. Right hashtag on. Stay weird. The ride. Hashtag take the ride. Hashtag take the ride. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Just any, uh, any parting words? Um, yeah, uh, th thanks for having us. Um, I, I enjoyed the flights here. Uh, I, I, I like the, the whole, um, I like the Freaktober, and I like the the weirdness that, that you guys have here, I like, like right. which I didn't expect coming here. I, I'm from Pittsburgh, so, so like this is the second time I've been here, and the last time I was here was for a hot dog eating contest. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So. Uh, we do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mermaid Parade, man, come out. Okay. Best okay. party in New York. I, I've <laughs> heard about that. People talk big about this. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll have if to do If you want to see how weird Coney Island can get. Mermaid That'll Parade. Be it. Yeah. Yeah. When is this? It's uh, third weekend in June, usually. Okay. Um, starts off the summer. We got a float in it every year. Um, you'll see some stuff. Awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Guys, yeah, I mean, ju just kind of... Uh, 
picking up where, where Justin left off. Thanks so much for having Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow here. Really appreciate it. Had a good time. Uh, love the space here. Love the vibe. Really enjoyed the flight. Um, I guess we're going we're gonna to sign off and, and keep drinking. Uh, guys, Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow. Check us out. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Uh, follow us. You know, We're on Podbean. We're on iTunes. Anywhere you can find a podcast, we're there. And definitely check out Coney Island. Uh, come down to Coney Island Brewery. Show these guys some love. They're doing some good things down here. And uh, we'll talk to everybody soon. Peace. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the latest Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow podcast. We are back next week featuring Craft Culture, a craft beer bar, bottle, and can shop in Ridgewood, Queens, New York. Now visit beertodaybeertomorrow.com to check out our blog and to stay up to date on the latest news and upcoming events. Until next time, no matter where you are in the world, drink local, drink fresh repeat. Cheers.